0: hello and welcome to the passenger seat podcast a podcast designed to fill your passenger seat with chat about classic cars all recorded from my 1968 morris minor peggy I'm Becca and today I'm out just running a couple of errands after work, uh, my partner could have picked the bits and pieces up on his way home, but I've been cooped up doing marking all day so I quite fancied uh, a little bit of trip a uh, trip out, so i uh, going to enjoy this glorious evening sunshine with a quick trip to pick up some things I forgot in the weekly shop this week. My quirk of classic car ownership for you today is how owning a classic car can get you talking to the most interesting people at the most unpredictable times. Uh, We recently went to a little kind of gathering of some of Jamie's workmates and some of them remembering the car from when it used to drop Jamie off at work um, were quite pleased to see it back again Um, and to have a little bit of a chat with me about it. So that was really nice. I wasn't expecting that. I thought today we'd have a little bit of a chat about something a little bit different. Um, I've recently been thinking, having got kind of two years into my classic car ownership and uh, one year nearly into doing the podcast about kind of what future goals I've got for uh, kind of my time with a classic car and uh, what I'm hoping to kind of get out of uh, the rest of the time that we're allowed classic cars. Um, Around kind of quite early on in the podcast last year, back in series one, I did do uh, a little kind of ten dream drives Um, and based off of that I think I'd like to kind of share with you guys today uh, the ten kind of bucket list items that I've got of what I would kind of even in a quite a pie-in-the-sky scenario like to maybe one day do Uh, so they do vary from kind of quite achievable uh, to perhaps quite a bit more challenging um, for me so um, or perhaps even impossible, we'll have to see. Um, but if you don't put these things out there, you never know. Um, so we're gonna go through some of those today. And i would really interested to hear kind of what your kind of bucket list items are, or bucket list drives are um, in the kind of comments below if you're watching on YouTube or in some kind of messages and things on uh, Instagram. That'd be really nice to hear from you guys without further ado, uh, let's get started on my kind of 10 bucket list items. Now, I've always said that the Brooklands Museum is one of my favourite museums of classic cars. I've only been there the once, Um, however, I kind of love the history and the fact that so many of the female aspirational early racing drivers were based and working from Brooklands. Um, So I love that side of history. So I would, having only been there once uh, quite a while back, love to go there in my own classic car one day. Um, And a kind of bit more of a pie in the sky aspect of it would be to hopefully take one of my cars up the embankment um, I know it's not something that they readily do that often these days so it would be kind of quite a special occasion to be able to do that but it would be great to get a classic car, perhaps Peggy, uh, to the Brooklyn site um, and at least on a little bit of the old racecourse. Another quite achievable one hopefully would be to one day take a classic car abroad on holiday. I know that there's lots of options for this, so it's certainly something that I'd be looking forward to do um, and it's definitely quite achievable. Um, It could be something that we do in Peggy, she's certainly got the potential for it, but my third option of kind of dream dream achievements with the classic cars is to potentially take my parents Le Mans or another single Le Mans to Le Mans in France Um, so that could kind of all tie in there it would be quite a challenge quite a long trip I imagine um, but definitely speaks of adventure to me and uh, I'd love to be able to to take a single Le Mans uh, to uh, Le Mans in France one day Keeping on the theme of singers, I would love to one day be reunited with uh, the singer Vogue that I came home from hospital when I was born in. If you've ever spoken to me in person or um, kind of uh, had a look on any of my social medias, the card does crop up a little bit in a few posts because I am actively searching it. The car is out there, it's MOT, uh, it's taxed even, um, and quite recently had a new V5, Um, but we are struggling to kind of get further than about 2014 in terms of contacting previous owners. I'd love to be kind of reunited with the car um, and perhaps hopefully have a little drive with it, um, if nothing else, especially as I've managed to track down a copy of the auto car. From when that Vogue was released and um, it's an automatic much like the one that was tested in the autocar article and so it would be good to kind of recreate that autocar article uh, as a way of really truly testing out uh, that car and and getting to kind of know it again uh, after so many years Um, but like I said the car's still out there If you ever at shows and managed to spot a lovely silver Singer Vogue Arrow series with the number plate AGO898G, um, then please catch a picture of it, try and speak to the owner uh, and let them know about me because I would love to catch up with the car, tell tell the owner some of the really fascinating stories that I know about it from my parents' ownership and even a little bit afterwards because I've managed to pick up quite a lot of information whilst I've been hunting it down. Um, So that would be a a really, really good thing to do. And I don't think it's impossible. Uh, It's just making sure that there's enough eyes out there spotting it whenever it does crop up at a local event or something. I've done all of the usual things like contact the clubs um, and all the people that I've seen take photos of it online um, and it's just not, not, not cropped up yet, unfortunately. Uh, but I have got my fingers crossed that we see it sometime soon. I've also kind of started thinking about uh, putting my English and History side of my undergraduate degree to use. Uh, as I've quite recently found that there's been a few occasions where something called a thought or an understanding or kind of a process that I've gone through as a classic car owner has been far better expressed in writing. Um, And I found that it would be quite interesting, I think, to hold a column in a classic car magazine for uh, a short period of time to kind of share these sorts of things. I think that I could offer quite an interesting perspective. Um, And I've also been able to recently write a few bits and pieces um, about kind of my understanding of policy from my current role uh, and how that relates to the classic car world. Um, So I've managed to kind of write what I think are quite a few interesting pieces, but not really had anything that I could do with them. Um, So I'd love to get kind of a bit more involved with uh, the journalistic side um, because uh, anyone who's a Morris Minor Owners Club uh, subscriber and has received the Minor Matters uh, knows that I do quite a bit of writing for that as it stands and I can't really uh, keep putting too much in there because they'll get overwhelmed with uh, just me writing uh, too many pieces. But it's something that I, I think would i'd really enjoy and would love to kind of get more involved with i mentioned at the top of the episode the podcast about my 10 dream drives Um, so obviously my my bucket list item would be to drive some of those 10 dream drives i'm not really any further on um, with them but i've got i got quite close recently actually but unfortunately that fell through Um, i've got some other offers that are waiting Um, but it's just having the time and ability to kind of get to where I want to, to be able to take those cars out. So I'm fingers crossed on some of those, um, but could be uh, a long-term goal for some of them. Another thing that I've been actively working on recently is filling up Peggy's adventure picnic blanket. If you don't know, uh, Peggy has a picnic blanket that I've steadily been filling up in the style of a girl guide camp blanket with patches of all the places that I've taken her. Um, We're about halfway now, um, and I think it'd be a really nice achievement and hopefully something that's doable to fill up that blanket Um, really, maybe within the next two years, given that it's taken us two years to get that far, I think that's probably uh, quite a, a doable thing and uh, would be really nice uh, achievement for owning her and getting her to so many places. So we're now up to number eight of the bucket list items. And number eight relates to a movie. Um, grew up watching Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and Genevieve. Um, and for the longest time, I believed that the London to Brighton run was directly inspired by the film Genevieve, uh, which isn't entirely true. Um, but as a result of that, I had a huge interest in the London to Brighton run. And so I would love to take a car on one of the London to Brighton runs that they do. Um, I think it's just one of those things that's really nice to say you've done, um, which I'm a big fan of, of doing and um, would be quite nice to kind of recreate some of that route from from that film and a big shout out to my dad whose favorite film it is, and that's the reason why we watched it so much would i recommend you watch it probably not um but it's uh, an interesting film and got quite an interesting story behind it as well uh, my dad tells me anyway from some of the books that he's been reading about it recently <laughs> Number nine on the list falls to uh, taking a classic American car uh, for a tour round part of America. Um, I've always loved the look and style of some of those big American boats, uh, but I don't think that they're too well suited to some of our windy UK roads. So I don't think I'd want to own one and drive one regularly round here but i would love to do a big trip to america sometime and as part of that hire a car for a few days and me and my partner go driving around some of the beautiful big open roads that you find in america uh, and enjoy a car in the setting that it was designed to whilst we take in some of america and that really brings us to number 10 on the bucket list and this one's quite a big one definitely not impossible but it's probably going to need a bit more practice at organizing events um, but i'm really jealous of all the stories my parents have from taking part in things such as the norwich union rally um, and one that they kind of moved between uh, three cathedrals over the course of a weekend uh, following kind of tulip maps and uh, uh, other cars that were taking part and so I'd love to one day be able to organize something like that, that takes part over a long weekend or something for at least a small group of friends. Um, and we all get kind of two maps and uh, carry out across um, uh, a big kind of achievement with uh, something really rewarding at the end, I think. Um, it, I struggled to find kind of anything too similar to that today. Um, which is a real shame because I think it could be really fun if you know of anything similar to that please let me know because I'd love to have a go at partaking in a few of these sorts of things before I had a go at running my own sort of one for a group of friends at some point but yeah that brings us quite neatly to the end of my uh, 10 bucket list items there's loads of other stuff that i'd love to do with classic cars but i think that that makes quite a succinct and uh, broad-reaching list for me uh, to try and tackle um, in the upcoming years like i said i'd love to hear from you about what your kind of goals and aspirations are with classic cars and um If you've got any ideas of things that you think I might enjoy adding to my own list, that'd be great to hear as well. Thank you very much for listening. Um, Please make sure that you're kind of following or subscribed depending on where you get hold of your podcast, but in the meantime, drive safely and happy motoring.